Welcome back to the intro, ladies and gents. Sitting down with James Hobart, Mr. Max Isaac. James has got a red button-up shirt on looking like Tiger Woods on a Sunday over here. <laughs> you either look like you're going to a bar, bar mitzvah or you look like you're going, going to play golf on a Sunday afternoon in Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia. It is. It, it is a who big. Would, who would, for this golf. is a red flannel. Like who would wear wear this to play golf? I, well, that's t- Tiger Woods' thing is that on Sunday he would he wear red. red. It's yeah. It's, he wore a polo. Is, he wore a polo. He didn't wear okay. like a, this a is button, this a is button a, up. To be fair, nobody can see, and we can't see how long your sleeves. You can go. tell that this. You can tell that this is not a polo. We need to start getting video for for our podcast as soon as we get our first sponsorship. So companies that we're looking to be sponsored by, uh, Perfect Food Bars, we'd, no. we'd be we'd G-Shock. be sponsored by G Shock, G Shock Highball, Highball Energy. Um, and Can then, we go but back honestly, to 2010 or 2011? Fireball. And what company Lurong. do we want? Is Lou Rong still around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need um, sponsorships immediately. No, I would. I want I us to be take... sponsored by all of the companies that have been embroiled in some sort of um, scandal with like tainting athlete supplements. Ooh. All of those companies that have, you know, like the athletes were like, but it's because my protein company put steroids in the protein that's i want all those companies to sponsor us <laughs> that 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 explanation is always the funniest for me like somebody pops for something and they think that a supplement company would go out of their way to put steroids in their in their protein powder it's like that that just doesn't happen but to be fair tainted supplements exist uh I think one of the problems is that all of these supplements are made by like three companies and they're all probably made in like the same. I don't know how they're fucking made, but what I am assuming, because I do know that tainted supplements do exist sometimes, is that all this shit is mixed in the same vats. And because of how fine the powders are, I mean, stop it. Stop. I'm being serious. Stop. 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 That there can be some contamination left over and some of these. <clears throat> tests are looking for things that you can get over the counter very easily. So it's not like these companies are putting testosterone or steroids into these supplements and then going, Oh, we'll distribute it out to all these athletes. And then that, that's going to pop. Obviously there are athletes who pop for some shit that's crazy. And then they blame their supplements, but there is some stuff that <clears throat> could go into an over the counter supplement <laughs> that you could find in trace amounts in I don't know what kind of supplements people are taking these days. Well, let's talk about that. What <laughs> wasn't what there, supplements? Wasn't there what? A, wasn't there an athlete who blamed um, like making out with her? Um, it wasn't her, just her, making out; it was third base. <laughs> um, <laughs> way to way to bring the baseball references back into. It. Oh, I'm so it is, glad you it, did that. It, it is baseball season, after all. And real ones know the base system. We don't have to talk about it on air. Um, but it was it was a lot more than first base. It was a lot more than first base. Okay. And um, what if what if they, what if she, what if he said he got it from second base? It would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Um, oh shit! Do we who was that a legitimate excuse? Did somebody put that down on? No. Oh yeah, I mean this th- that that 
that was reported, but no, it's not not a legitimate excuse. I just have this idea, like you said, like tainted supplements. It's like, oh, you know, we use this vat for test, and then we used it for weight <laughs> for for whey for, for whey protein right after, and now everybody's got tests in their whey protein. It's like, dude, just I I really it's like appreciate- my mom's Metamucil. It's just like she's getting all jacked. <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? I'm just taking Metamucil. She's like bench pressing 250. <laughs> but like I, I, I would just very much appreciate people when they get caught to just own up to it. And because I think it just makes it that much worse when you lie about it. And we've we've actually covered this before when that whole Ricky Garrard thing happened. Like I think Ricky pretty much owned up to it and said that he had I think it was it was SARMs. I don't even know what what any of this stuff is. Here here's the real question: What supplements are legitimate to take? Like what? Oh, this what, is a good way to way to weave this into a productive topic because I was going to stay on the steroids thing for a while. No, no, no. Let's well, let's let's actually talk about like what what supplements do we take on a regular basis? Why? So, can I caffeine before we get into our supplement regimen? Oh, here we uh, go. Why do people care so much and why do we care that the sport needs to be clean? Do you guys think that the sport would be just as good and just as entertaining if people were were doping? Or do you guys want to see a, a clean, all-American type of CrossFit fitness type of experience? Like the thing yeah. that I, about like baseball is that the league – and all of these people who supported baseball, the Writers Association, all these fucking scoundrels who knew steroids were going on during the home run era, now scoundrels. are scoundrels. Yeah, these fucking scoundrels. Really good word. Alleywags over here looking back on the era and saying, oh, the players are such pieces of shit because, you know, they were taking steroids and cheating and all this stuff. But everybody knew, everybody loved it. We were watching Mark McGuire hit piss missiles out of whatever stadium, <laughs> whatever stadium like launching balls into the next stratosphere and everybody's like s- s- fucking clapping their hands together and then what is it 15 years later the guy can't get into the hall of fame because now they're saying oh well he cheated obviously he was cheating you were all supporting the cheating but now it's you see not the size of his forehead Dude, some, his transformation from when he was on the Oakland Athletics to when he look was it up, James. The St. Louis Cardinals is the fact that we don't have video. Astounding. Yeah, this would be the a fact, good time to have pictures the, on this podcast. The the fact that we don't have an assistant that can I that was when when we had Connor on as a guest. I've never <laughs> felt so poor than okay. Connor being in this full-fledged podcast studio he has a staff of 11 people and two two of them just dedicated to getting coffee the other nine fact checking right and you know working on sound quality i just think that somebody rubbing his feet (laughs) yeah i was gonna say something else oh so (laughs) so Yes, James. We're gonna we're gonna start talking about. I want to get us back on track about the supplements that we take on a regular basis. No, I want to talk about this clean sport. sport dirt, dirt oh yeah, sport. yeah. Let's yeah. Talk, let's I want to yeah. see. I want to see the steroid games, like a whole division on anything. Like you can take whatever you want, steroids, speed, like just go wild. Well, you what know, would... like run a four hundred and thirty-five seconds while just blasting on angel dust. 
I don't think that I'm not sure. I'm not sure if if angel dust would be would be the the supplement that you want to take. But (laughs) your first trying to friend, you just light on fire and you combust. (laughs) You just snap um, out of out of existence. But but there, this is something interesting that MBV was talking about because different sports have a different stance on on steroid use. Essentially, right? If you're in the NFL and you get caught for you know um, a banned substance, I, I believe it may be like two weeks or maybe like a month suspension. So it is really a slap on the wrist in in something like that. Whereas. Um, I know like in the NHL, it's, it's pretty strict. Um, anytime that there is money involved in any sport, there are going to be people that are looking for ways outside of, you know, things that are quote unquote legal to maximize their, their performance, right? Like that's just, that's just how it goes. Essentially, if you're, if you're seeing people dope at the highest level in professional sports, as well as the Olympics, right? Like think about that Olympic weightlifting they, they almost did away with because of the, the rampant steroid use and everything else. Of course, there's going to be steroid use in, in CrossFit or, or whatever people are taking. And I am also of the belief, like, yeah, like James, I'm with you. Like I, I don't care. Like I go ahead, take whatever you want. Let's see. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see what people are, are really capable of doing with the caveat being that people have always said, well, you know, these people are, you know, these people are role models. These people are representing CrossFit, but CrossFit, the sport and CrossFit for GPP are two completely different things. And now so more than ever, is there a clear line in the sand between the two? I know that, you know, it it appears to be the same thing. It is so completely different. And even to the point where you can have athletes in your gyms that, you know, qualify, for instance, for this past weekend for the age group qualifiers. And then you look to see, Oh, what, what did these top 30 athletes do in those workouts? Professional level stuff. Like it's, it's it's kind of astounding like even just looking at the 35 to 39 and seeing you know 35 to 39 male athletes that are cleaning over 350 pounds and are doing 15.5 in sub six is like completely blows my mind right what like that's the not 0.5 test <clears throat> 27 21 15 9 calories and thrusters row and thruster that workout was disgusting i remember right and and people you know these these athletes are doing that as their fourth workout in the weekend which isn't much for you know like for an elite athlete that's putting in a lot of time and volume but anyway um okay mdv what about you you know james wants to see everybody on everything all at once i don't actually want to see that i know i know i know listen of course at the same time i do yeah (laughs) We're, we're having a good time here. We, we obviously, you'll find out soon enough that the supplements that we take are uh, probably not only legal, but very minimal. Um, but what about you, MDV? What are your thoughts on, on steroids in the CrossFit Games? Oh, man. I, it's a tough conversation. I, there's part of me that likes the idea of this being like a natural, all-American, human potential type of sport where – and not all American, obviously. It's an international. That's kind of messed up, by the I, way. All American pro- propaganda, right there, is what I said. Right now, that is something. You I mean, Captain America was basically 
created from super serum. Exactly. Captain, Captain America was like a propaganda type of, uh, but he also, right? he was worthy of Mjolnir. He held the hammer. So that says something. Okay. That's right. That's right. So this is that. This is now becoming. A, it's becoming a Marvel. We podcast. need that sound. What's that sound? Where 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 Mario? Uh, like or not Mario? Um, gosh, no, that is that What's is that Mario. Game? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. No, no, Pac-Man. When you lose. <laughs> well, so that's if the, we that's the baseline we, from Super Mario on Nintendo. So so it, here's 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 what I want to know. I I I do think. Um, I don't want to see performance enhancing drugs inside of the sport of CrossFit as well as inside of the regular training of CrossFit. But what I do have a curiosity about, especially, you know, MDV, you said you're getting, you know, you've been working on your body. You've been dealing with a lingering in injury. Yeah. Um, how many people out there are, are using steroids, you know, and I put this in scare quotes legitimately for a rehabilitative process. You know, and like they truly are just like, hey, I want to just get back on it. I want my body to heal faster. I want to go back to the body that I, you know, a better body and then just live my life better. Like how much of that is going on out there? And I wonder how much more prevalent that will become because I do have this. I have this theory that I think what happens a lot inside of the sport of CrossFit is somebody gets hurt where they take a season off and they want to try, you know, we can call it cheating or whatever you want to call it, but they try these, you know, performance enhancing drugs and they realize how much better they feel on them. And they, they find a way to convince themselves to just keep taking them, kicking the can down the road and they start competing again. And that's where a lot of issues show up. But I am just hmm. really curious about like how many people out there have you considered this are just taking performance enhancing drugs to rehabilitate their body, just to heal themselves. Like, is there a legitimate use for it? Well, I, I I don't know the specific classifications that CrossFit is testing for and what's in and what's out. Um, but there are therapies, you know, specifically things like stem cells now that are becoming more prevalent. Um, are those considered performance enhancing if you're if you're going and having a medical procedure like you're having uh, a stem cell therapy done? It's cortisone within that range is, uh, how, how is testosterone being regulated? I don't know. Um, but I, I think more traditional anabolic steroids, I think what <clears throat> the goal of those are, and I've never done a cycle of anabolic steroids, so I don't know, but I think the goal is the fact that you can come back to training sooner you can perform more exercise, you can damage muscle tissue and you can come back healed and grow faster. I don't think it like makes you, it doesn't obviously make you do the work. You still have to go into the gym. You still have to train really, really hard. It probably does take some of the edge of the strain and some of the edge of like the pain and the recovery process of tough training sessions off. But I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know whether or not like people are using it for legit. And I don't know whether or not people are using anabolic steroids for legitimate reasons to heal injuries. I think traditional, more traditional me med medical types of procedures or things like that, that are actually aimed at, you know, healing joints or healing tears or things like that. I, I don't know if those are being tested for, or if you even can test for them. Um, okay. So I have, a, I have a more, I have a pretty naive view of it that I, I guess, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I would think that the percentage of people who are doping to, <laughs> to be in the sport, if whatever it is, 
whatever sport we're talking about, we don't, we don't even need to be talking about, you know, CrossFit specifically here. I think most of those people are taking it to enhance performance. I, I don't think they're taking it to say, oh, well, you know, I'm going to heal this injury and I'm not competitive at this time. And now I'm stepping back in and I'm just going to continue on and, and see how I feel. But that's just my assumption. So I, I don't, I don't think that I would necessarily care whether or not <clears throat> we saw um, the games tested or untested. I don't know whether or not the testing right now is thorough enough to really say that it's a completely clean sport. I, are they testing year round? Are they test? How are you testing the athletes? How many? Well, we know we know it's not a completely clean sport. Yeah, like we've because we've. I mean, we you know we've we've seen we've the seen the outcomes. Um, from my experience with it, I think they they tested in a really intelligent way, and I definitely think you know it wasn't random. It wasn't and CrossFit. It was. I don't think it was as in terms of like, you know, people who were suspected and CrossFit, you know, CrossFit's a gossipy community. So it's like, there's clearly good information out there to act upon. Um, I mean, let's, let's, let's put and it like I don't this. know what the frequency is about, you know, throughout the year, but I, you know, it's like, I trained with people who were at the very close or at the top of the sport who would, who would get, you know, in the middle of the year, multiple times hmm. tests, testing agents that would show up at their house, you know, like I saw that kind of stuff go down. Hmm. And what's interesting about it too, I never got tested, which was kind of because that's what I I was going to (laughs) say. I would have been honored if, if, if they thought I was on steroids, I actually, I still get the, the drug testing email request location form. Um, I would be honored if they thought I was on steroids (laughs) because that means they thought my fitness was still worth the shit. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> if you're out there i'll pee in a cup for you anytime me. anybody anytime baby <laughs> yeah. take blood, anybody take anywhere hair, whatever you want yeah i'll stick 10 cotton swabs in my mouth whatever you need <laughs> it'll look like um, it'll look like that scene in elk where he's eating the cotton swab. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, of course, I don't want to see it in the sport. And, you know, right, it's it's for the kids, right? You got to set good role models. And I think fundamentally, that's not what CrossFit is is about. Um, but, yeah, when you add that, I mean, Glassman always said this. He said men and women will die for points, right? People, for sure. when money's on the line and there's a true desire and opportunity to win notoriety, like you'll do some shit to get there for oh, sure. Yeah. I think – it's easy for us to throw stones, right? Like this is what I get most bent out of shape about. Like taking a performance enhancing drug and competing in the CrossFit games is cheating. Like it's outside of the rules and the rules um, specifically call out doing that. What I guess I get a little annoyed with um, is that like people lose their minds over the cheaters, but then throughout our, and I've talked about this before, life, career, we've all probably done some degree of cheating, you know, like yep. cut a couple reps out, but still bragged about our time. Um, didn't have the right weight on the bar, you know, what, you know, fill in the blank. Mm. And I think one of the reasons we lose our minds over the cheaters is not just to point out like, Hey, that's the bad guy. That's untrustworthy. But if we can pile on that one guy, we never have to address our own, our own shit. There you go. And I think there's again, like regardless of like how much doping, what things should be, um, should we not, you know, should we exclude in terms of performance enhancing drugs for me? Like that's, that's the bigger issue to address, you know, inside of the gym and the sport is like, okay, 
we get it. They broke the rules. They're going to serve their, their time and sentence. And it's like, what are you doing? You know, like, what are all the things? Why are you so excited to point the finger? Well, I, I, I think the fact that you have athletes, you know, showing up, signing up and saying that I'm competing clean and then getting caught and, and having these substances in their, their bodies and, and taking performance enhancing drugs that are outside of the rule set. <clears throat> when you're putting yourself into that sphere, if you're saying that I am going to claim that I am doing this naturally within the rules of the organization, and I'm putting myself out there as a kind of a public figure, you're putting yourself into a competition <clears throat> that is global, that you have eyes on you. I'm not saying that it's to the level of, you know, the NFL or the NBA or anything like that, but like you're certainly putting yourself out there for the criticism of others when, when you say I'm, I'm doing this clean and then you get caught. I think that that's part of, that's part of the, the ride, you know, it's kind of like this thing with celebrities, celebrities, sometimes obviously celebrities, I can't identify with what a celebrity is like. They fucking go out and they get swarmed by paparazzi and that's stuff. That's kind of like your life. Yeah, kind of. You look like you could be right. a celebrity, though. Right? right? MDV, MDV does look like he could be a celebrity. Like you, like, you have that look. You have yes. that like hair, like hair, hair always on point. Good, good tan beard, slightly unkept, but definitely a little bit of effort. Um, I'm like, I, like a lifetime you're, you're, you're definitely celebrity. like magazine. You're definitely at least like you're like uh, you're definitely Netflix pretty. I don't Home, know if you're like Holman Garden magazine Miramax pretty, but so so a magazine that Netflix you would get in the, a magazine that you would get at the checkout line at a grocery store. That's how pretty you are. And it's like 21 tips to tighten your abs, you know, and there's yes. MDV on the front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> MDV, that, that and, and, and let me tell you, if you're going to get on that, you should probably get on steroids because That's let true. me tell you for that, do whatever you want because you're not. I mean, you're not signing up for the CrossFit Games, and who who cares if you know you're taking a little bit of something, something, and it's making your abs pop a little bit more. Twenty three tips. <laughs> First, take uh, the tip of eat, the needle. If you only eat liver <laughs> and goat testicles. That's just a tip. <laughs> um, Anyways, so celebrities kind of sign up for that life where they go out and you know they they live in the the public eye. And I think that some of that is the same for people who are wanting to compete on the global stage of this sport is that you open yourself up to the conversation of the the community when when something happens or when you get caught or if you get caught. We got to take a shellacking. Let's, let's take well, this not to a the, shellacking, but like you can't say that, oh, don't talk about me. I don't, I don't want this talked about. I can't believe they're talking about it. Like it's part of the, the process you, you've signed up to compete in a public uh, sport in a public arena and you've done something outside of the rules. So yeah, the fucking morning chalk up is going to publish an article that has your name and your substance in it. And then people are going to talk about it. So, but, but let's, let's, <clears throat> let's take this to, to, to our arena, like as coaches, right? Like to the arena. What if like, you had a member in your gym doing steroids and other members complained about it? Uh, Wow, that's. I mean, because I've I've li- never had this happen, and I've never. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> what I'm trying to think, did I know? 
I'm just trying to think, do I know of anyone who is ever doing performance enhancing drugs as like an athlete at the gym I coached or worked no, at? I, I've literally has never happened. So in the scenario that you're painting, there's there's somebody that's taking performance enhancing drugs. What? Somebody walks into the bathroom, guy shooting, <laughs> shooting up. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> an infomercial. Or- exactly. Exactly. Hey, man. Yeah. Like, like, he just kicks so, his leg up on the on the uh, on the desk in the entryway and just jams yeah. it right. No, so, no, I don't. I don't. It doesn't have to be that overt. I just think you know every yeah, I, other I, athletes know about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, probably first having a conversation with with that person who's you know. What who, are you going to have a in, conversation who, with them about? Right, their what? personal life. Hey, choices? man, can I get some too? <laughs> no. I, well, first off, like if if you're getting complaints about somebody that like what this person's got crazy roid rage, they're just they're just, <laughs> they're just like breaking things in the gym. People are like, dude, have you seen James? Like he's super angry. The dude has this wicked rack on his gym? back. Yeah, Man, like front desk to pieces when he walks in. <laughs> yeah, he seems Sorry. really angry. I would just not. I just check in. Yeah, everything all right? <laughs> I'm just checking in, man. Everything okay? Like you're 37. It seems that you have a lot of acne now. You've been screaming at the front desk people like crazy. You know what's going on? And then MDV's like, listen, I just eat raw liver, bull testicles, and I live my life on the uh, ancient ancestral tenets. Checks out. Uh, uh, an adult who has all of their faculties, who's not hurting anybody else by what they're doing. I don't give a fuck what you do. I like, honestly, like if you wanted to take performance enhancing drugs and go and train in the gym and go work out, uh, who cares if you're putting, okay, what about a coach into a company? You have some members, but you have some members of your yes. gym who come to you and say like, Oh, Hey, you know, you know, your member max, um, <laughs> he's doing performance enhancing drugs and you know, it's whatever. Like we don't like it. That, leave it, leave it okay. Oh, let's talk about the scenario. Let's talk about the scenario because I think a Narc. lot of people out there have probably had this scenario <laughs> where it's not necessarily performance enhancing drugs that the community is coming to you and telling you about, but this person is cheating on their workouts. This person is skipping reps. This person is intentionally logging faster times than they're actually earning. How do you guys handle that situation? Because that's a more realistic situation. Are you guys saying, okay, I'll go talk to the member or – are you saying that, uh, no, just focus on yourselves? How do you guys handle that? Well, I first off, my my conversation with, with everybody, whether I'm teaching kindergarten or coaching people, is first and foremost to worry about yourself. Comparison is the thief of joy. Like no matter no matter what, whether you're comparing yourself to, you know, hey, like we, I, I've been talking about this this past week. Like essentially – Every every ex high school athlete that comes to CrossFit is like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. And they're coming in and they're telling you, like, hey, just so you know, like I used to be able to throw a football over those mountains. I love and you're that like line. And, and you're like, first off, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, but I'm talking about the here and now. Like whether you're somebody that's comparing yourself to, to your past athletic prowess or you're comparing yourself to somebody else, the conversation is always about, hey, you know, what's going on with you? How can I help you reach your goals? Mm. But yes, MDV, like this this stuff has happened. And in the past 10 years, things uh, rightfully so have changed. 
right? Like I can I can remember 10, 10 years ago, like somebody is is suspected of shaving reps. Like people are now watching this person's workouts like, you know, like under under a microscope. Like that stuff happened, right? I mean, yeah. we can all we can all oh, talk remember. about that. Like, like sure. this 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 stuff happened. What happens now is it is an opportunity for that coach to talk to that athlete about what their about what their goals are. Right. Like, let's say let's say you talk to somebody and it's like, you know, you're like, hey, James, you know, you know, like just talking about like, what are your athletic goals? James is like, hey, like I'm I'm really trying to make it to to, to quarterfinals. Well, hey, the biggest thing that we need to work on right here, making sure that you're always moving th- through a full range of motion. Let's make sure that we're doing all the repetitions. I want to help you get to that next level. James is like, hey, man, I'm here to get fit, have fun. Like, OK. And, and what? James is missing like a rep or two. Like. Is it really that that big a deal? I also don't even think I don't think that this is a big issue. No, like, I don't. And, and I, anymore, I really don't. I think that I think that ten years ago, when the line was really blurred between competitive CrossFit mm-hmm. and CrossFit for for life, and I think right now, like we talked about in the beginning of this episode, the line is so incredibly deep, and these sides are so different. If you are looking to be a competitive athlete, the thing that I saw yesterday was the list of minor and major penalties for quarterfinals it it might have been over a thousand athletes that got that got penalized james are you pulling that up right now oh yeah so pull it up mark can you can you pull that up for us sandy can you pull that can we talk about so the gym that you run now the the culture that you wonder who on the team filled this out hats off to them is similar to the culture at NCFIT where we don't necessarily uh, log scores every single day for every single workout. We don't have a leaderboard. Right. The culture that we were at back 10 years ago was much, much different. And I think there probably still are gyms that operate and they can, they have the freedom to, and that's fine if you want to run your gym that way and it's more competitive and you have a very uh, you have a group of or contingent athletes that are always pushing for the uh, the open or the regionals or the quarterfinals, semifinals, whatever it's called. I think that that's fine. You can do that. But there was, based on Max and and mine's experience and James at the time, back in the day, there were were accusations of people who were shaving reps or cheating in workouts or taking their times and and shaving seconds or minutes off of their times or adding rounds and things like that. And it, it, it was distracting. I can't say it wasn't distracting. There were conversations that people would have. <clears throat> people knew that this person or people were in the room. You'd watch that person a little bit more heavily, but I haven't cared about somebody shaving reps in a workout in years, nope. in, in years. And, you know, I think a lot of the time too, even back in the day, this was probably the case. The person, maybe they had um, bad intentions, maybe, but a lot of the time, the, the person was making mistakes that they didn't even really know they were making, like miscounting double unders by lots of reps, but didn't know how to count double unders. I, I remember having conversations about that with people and just saying like, Hey, this, this person is not doing this intentionally. Let me take care right. of it. Go handle it. <laughs> so well, no, I don't think, I don't funny. think you can assume <laughs> right away. So if you do have situations like this in the gym, you should never assume right away that the person is intentionally cheating or intentionally shaving reps or intentionally logging times that are, are 
crazy fast versus what they've actually earned. You do want to keep an eye on it. You do want to watch it. You do want to, you know, maybe if it becomes a thing where people are talking, you do want to just have a conversation with that person and, and ask them about, Hey, you know, it's important that we're counting correctly. And, you know, I saw that this happened and just wanted to give you a heads up, but even, even that maybe just tell the other athletes to worry about themselves. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I would handle it in, in 2023. If somebody, if a group of athletes came up to me and said, Hey, I think this person is shaving times or shaving their scores. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it comes up a lot. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't come at least in our circumstances. I don't think it comes up a lot. No, but, um, I do want us to eventually get to what supplements we take because I think that this, this is important for coaches because what everything's a joke to you. <laughs> I have something to tell you guys. My first supplement is steroids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that here's this, the other thing so, too, is if you call them steroids, you know, you've never taken them because you exactly. don't know what is the specific name to call them. No, I just I know that I, it's like when someone's like, yeah, I do weed. memory loss drug dwight somebody says somebody (laughs) says you got great got great tats in the tattoo community no no that's me i say never ever say that ever again never call them what do we call them ink no don't call it that either all right, Body I don't even art. know, and I have, and I don't have call more it any, you know what? You. Don't call All it right. anything. All right, yeah, don't even, don't even look at me. Um, <laughs> so I, first off, James has been really killing us with with the office stuff. He posted a great video the other day about where are the turtles? Because well, I said that that CrossFit video is like basket and wrap, and I just thought it when he wants to give those gift baskets to all the different. Um, <laughs> I love that. that. It's so that episode, good. That's also the episode where where Michael drives into the pond. Uh, <laughs> They're trying to win back their customers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's just perfect i mean that's peak peak crazy michael right because because jan is driving him bonkers oh god (laughs) it warms my heart thinking about that um he is uh it's the best no i watched uh the episode the other day where he um is in the straight jacket during the first like (laughs) (laughs) the The key flies out of his mouth It's so good. Oh my goodness. Uh, and if you have um, to find a small brass key. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, let's let I'm going to rein this thing back in. So the, the, in. we 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 are, we are talking about about steroids, talking about um supplements. Oh, so what supplements think, do we take? Yeah, I think this is an important conversation because as a coach, unlike someone that may be shaving reps, you are modeling for your members and I think it's an I think it's this is an important conversation to have because this is something that comes up all the time with members. And they're always, you know, people are asking like, Hey, what should I take? And my stance on taking a supplement is if you're at a point where you are taking a supplement regularly, that means that every other part of your life is a hundred percent dialed in. And so I'm not good. I MDV obviously has something to say about it because he's rolling his eyes and person is lips. Um, but I'm, I'm not a big believer in taking any supplements because why would I take a supplement when I'm still having a hard time dialing in, you know, my proper nutrition, proper sleep, proper hydration, proper recovery. Yeah. Shitty attitude. That's a big one that I have. Well, if you, I mean, until you dial in that attitude, no supplements for you, young man, (laughs) not everybody can live 
a completely optimal life all the time. And not everybody can have the discipline to always have or the time or the energy to do all of the right things all of the time. And I, I do believe that there is a time and a place for people to take certain things and depending on their own personal needs and what's been recommended by whether it's a, a physician or, or anybody else that they should supplement their daily regimen with X, Y, or Z. I think vitamin D is a really strong example of that. If people are not getting enough vitamin D and you know they get some blood work back and then the doctor or whoever recommends, hey, you should take a vitamin D supplement on a daily basis. I don't think they should go, oh, hold on. I'm not going to take that supplement until I get all of my other shit in line. Yeah, get start working on getting your shit in line, but maybe it's a strong idea to take this thing that was recommended to you. Um, okay, what do you take? So I on a on a daily basis I take this thing called the wellness formula which is essentially high dose vitamin C. I take a, I take a vitamin D supplement. I do have I have been recently taking again um a liver the, the wellness formula looks like a bottle of vitamins that my grandmother would have like on her <laughs> me, like, like in the middle of the kitchen you. table <laughs> it would be like six bottles of the wellness formula and then like a little notepad <laughs> <laughs> like a golf pencil wellness and like formula. a picture of you from when you were four is perhaps <laughs> the most disgusting tasting thing ever because the pills are i don't think you're i don't think you're supposed to chew it buddy the pill no <laughs> the pills are about the size of a standard ballpoint pen and <laughs> you have to take three of them a day All are right. you sure you put them in the right end <laughs> it does say it says wellness formula which says right here on their website blend. wellness formula provides high quality suppositories <laughs> i've been doing it, it. Says, <laughs> hey what do, what do you guys know about um iv like mint like mineral and vitamin vitamin and mineral ivs like huge this is all the right rage now. right now. huge this huge. is this is very from very our, from, big from, thing from homegirl gwyneth goop paltrow uh, oh oh god gwyneth paltrow anybody anybody that names their kid after a fruit i don't trust who oh apple right <laughs> yeah um i'd name my kid gord <laughs> after Gord. like after Gord. small pumpkin things that you find around <laughs> Gord Hobart Gord. Gord Bart. <laughs> holy shit um the little accoutrement around the big pumpkin that's what he's named after <laughs> the little bumpy orange things and yellow squashes Oh. I'm dying. Gordon Just after Hobart. all the worst vegetables, you know, like <laughs> this podcast. We're officially all rutabagas here. Rutabaga bar. <laughs> Maybe this podcast should just be this every week. It's it what it's turning into. Week. It is this. All right. Well, sometimes so, we talk about good okay, stuff. Okay. 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 No, You're taking so a wellness. You take. But no, my my question was to talk to about. Um, do we really feel like we get anything out of the vitamins? Yes. What do you talk to us? What you get out of it besides yellow pee? Yeah, oh, MDV hit us with it. Yeah, man. Like, <clears throat> honestly, I don't know. That's a question I I, I don't know if I can answer. Yeah. I know that so specifically for me, something that I've been thinking about a lot on a, on a daily basis, on a decision by decision basis, is make the decisions that I know I need to make to feel the way I want to feel. 
And there are core decisions that I need to make on a daily basis. The time that I get up, when I have my coffee, uh, what I have for my first meal. Did I take my supplements? Did I get a good workout in? Did I read my daily stoic? Did I feel like I brought my best <clears throat> game to uh, you know my professional environment? All this kind of stuff. There are things, and when I have decisions that are outside of that realm, when I'm making decisions that don't put me in the place to feel my best or perform my best, I, I obviously I start feeling like shit. So one of yep. the things that keeps me in a routine and a habit is having a daily regimen of what I believe are these things, these vitamins, these supplements that help me feel and look my best. That that would be the core of why I'm taking these things. And also to keep me healthy and to, to help combat any sort of illnesses or bugs or sicknesses that might be going around. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I, I don't think I could answer clearly yes or no. Yes, this is definitively helping me. I. I, I can tell you that I feel better when I do take them regularly, but that might be placebo. That might just me be convincing myself that I feel better. But that's okay too. I think that that's actually a, I think that's a great answer. You know, like, sure, maybe, maybe you don't know how much these vitamins are really helping you, but you're talking about making you, like you said, making these decisions that are going to lead to, you know, you, you feeling your best. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you guys think you live your lives more stringently or more freely and loosely? This is something I've been thinking about a lot because compared to compared to what? Oh, I don't know. Compared to the how would you describe how you live your life? Do you do you think that you live a life that is rooted in in like discipline and routine and it has a specific plan or you have a specific plan or do you live more on like I don't want to say the edge of your seat, but are you are you making decisions more on like an at will basis? I'm gonna I'll go and do this today, or I'm gonna uh, try this thing, or I'll go and eat this versus what I normally eat. Um, for me, I, I feel really really good when I stick to certain habits and certain routines. I just feel more myself. I feel like I have a better grasp on my own sense of reality and who I am. When I'm not doing those things, if I wake up and I go, oh, I'm going to go eat whatever today. I'm going to go if, – if I was craving having you know, some nonsense food for breakfast or whatever, if I wanted to not work out and take a whole bunch of days off and just kind of lay on the couch and play video games, like I don't – it might feel good in the moment, but I don't feel good as a consequence of those decisions afterwards. And I'm, I've learned over the years, <clears throat> a lot of times the hard way, that – Making those decisions, although in the moment feels really, really good and might feel really easy and relaxing and comforting, that afterwards I pay for it. And there's a certain part of my life that needs to be a certain way just all the time. And I, I'm, I'm more okay with that now than ever. I'm more okay with saying, I, I, I just have to do this stuff. I have to wake up at a certain time. I have to have my coffee. I have to you know, get a good workout in today. I have to eat this type of food because it, it just makes me feel better. I don't give a fuck what any, anybody else says about it. Like it, 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 yeah, they can look at it and say, Hey, this is highly disciplined, highly regimented. It's a little crazy, whatever. But like, for me, it just makes me feel better. It puts me in a better place to be a better human being. So when, when you guys are thinking about how you live your lives, how do you think about it in, in those terms? Or do you think about it at all? 
I don't think about it at all, but I am realizing hearing you talk about it that I think that I live loosely within some parameters and guidelines. I think that the, <clears throat> I mean, I just think back to before I started doing CrossFit, you know, like I, I can remember before I started doing CrossFit, drinking regularly, smoking weed regularly, smoking cigarettes regularly. I started CrossFit, essentially gave those things up, you know, like in, in excess, you know, like I, I stopped doing it, created some habits, created some guidelines that at one point or another followed, you know, some things really, really strictly. And then, you know, as, as your life goes on, you're able to loosen the reins and tighten the reins as needed, but definitely my, you know, my daily life has been shaped so much from the past 10 years of doing what we do that I bet you people from the outside looking in would be like, Whoa, that's like, that's super strict where, as we know, it's like, it's like just, you know, scratching the surface of how deep down the rabbit hole you can go as we've been around people that are, you know, 110% all the time, you know, a hundred percent dialed in all the time. I don't know. I'm probably, probably further back from that. James, what do you think? Um, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day about myself. I just, I just think you guys, you know, live thoughtfully, which I think is important. Um, for me, I, I definitely have some routines, but I'm definitely someone like I'm very, very, very extrinsically motivated by things. And I get, when I want to get obsessed about something, like I will make that thing my only thing at all costs of everything else. And I don't know if that means you like stick to a routine or you're really disciplined, but I just, I definitely noticed that about myself. Like I'm the kind of person who's like, I could not work out for a month if I was super focused on work or super focused on a thing and vice versa. I could only focus on working out and nothing else. If my goal is tied to being excessively exceptional at working out and being a really good fitnesser. Um, what, I think I feel better. Yeah. Ask you a question. What makes you show up every day and feel your best? When? Yeah. No. This is good because this is this. I was I was thinking about this. Um, a couple of these things lately, just because you know, I don't know. My wife and I we just have a lot going on. Just both working a lot, and so feeling kind of run down. Just thinking about all right. Well, what do I need to do to like feel better? Like I've been kind of on and off. Like I've literally been sick since the end of the open. And so I've been trying to think about that question. And uh, a couple of those things is one, I think I'm going to go back off caffeine um, for a while again, for me um, eating um, for whatever reason, I'm just a weakling. I have a shitty constitution, like eating well makes me feel and not eating a lot. Like I feel really good. Like if I overeat, and eat poorly, I feel like garbage. I can um, attest to this. I, he doesn't eat and anything. I, and I hate it. And so it's like, no, but I'm serious. It's like, I don't like to eat a lot. When I eat really well and clean, I feel excellent. And that's something for me. It's like, if I can get that dialed in and do that well, like almost everything else falls into place. Mm. I, I, I makes sense. I 100% agree with you on, on the eating front. Like, 
the things that make me feel the best that I've realized recently are uh, a restful night's sleep, really getting eight hours of sleep consistently and having a consistent bedtime has probably been one of the things that makes me feel the absolute best. Um, and then like James just said, like eating this again, it sounds, you know, like an infomercial for the 800 gram challenge, big shout out to EC, but like eating um, whole unprocessed foods and making it incredibly simple has has been the best thing for me. And the other thing is uh, not drinking alcohol. Mm. So um, cutting cutting alcohol out makes you feel like a freaking superhero. And then when you ha- even now, like if I have one beer the next morning, I feel so terrible. Like it's 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 insane. So I'm I'm with you. Like. You know, maybe it's just all part of growing up. You can't get away with, you know, as much when you get uh, a little bit older, ripe old age of 37 over here. So I will say one thing I've noticed and I, you know, there's so many other factors that, uh, especially since we got our dog, we spend a lot of time outside, like regardless mm-hmm. of what doesn't, the weather doesn't matter. Like we are outside at least twice a day, every day, probably for some length of time for, I don't know, let's say 45 minutes to two hours. Like yesterday, the end of the day took the dog out on a ripper bike ride sun was out so good well it was just it was just and since we've been doing more of that spending more time outside um noticeably happier just like generally just a more content mood and i you know there's there's 10 million other things that could factor into that because i know everyone talks about um who is that there's the comfort crisis guy talks about a, a researcher i think her name is rachel hopman Hopman and she talks about like direct correlation to amount of time outside and what you're doing and where you are to like just perceived happiness and things like that, but noticeably happier. So that is one thing I have changed that is routine. I go outside almost every single day for more than 30 minutes. Mm. Having a dog, um, having a dog makes you immune to any weather because your yep. dog has to get exercise. And that's actually that's actually one of the best things, James, is it's like up, it's raining, up, it's snowing, oh, there's hail, like whatever it is. You're like, dog's gotta walk. So, like, you know, I'm gonna go outside. Also, it's another great way to buy more gear, right? So Hell if you're yeah. looking, if you're looking to spend a little extra money at REI, REI also, if you're listening, you'd be a great sponsorship for us. Um, we're we're an outdoorsy group, right? MDV's the looker of the bunch. Right. And uh and we go out in all seasons. So if you're listening, you know, maybe yes, you'd look great in a synth- synthetic goose down puff, you know. CEO yeah. of REI, Patagonia, Viori, any of these companies, you reach out to us, we'll consider your sponsorship. <laughs> no, but um this past Saturday here in San Jose, it was a fucking brilliantly sunny day. Brilliantly sunny. Mm-hmm. And it was like 80 degrees, blue sky. I spent most of the day outside and I tanning. Tanning. Yeah, tanning. Sunning everywhere, butthole <laughs> sunning, genital sunning, everything. Okay. No, 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 I wasn't doing that. That was all the rage, though. A little bit, a little while ago, was the uh, the per. This is perennial. This is why we can't. This sunning. is why we can't stay on task. I think we all have a form of ADD. So the second that one of us jumps somewhere, everybody's everybody's doing the same thing. So hold on. It was a banner day. It was a banner day. Yeah, it was. A, it was just a beautiful day to be outside, and I, I can. Uh, attest to what James is saying as well, that it, for me, if it's sunny out and I'm able to spend a large amount of time outside in the sun, I feel markedly better. Um, 
but this kind of brings me back to what the point I wanted to make about, you know, if a member is talking to you and they're saying, hey, I'm taking this supplement. And I, I think the series of questioning before you go into, well, hold on. Well, let's talk about these other parts of your life. Is your sleep okay? Is your is your nutrition okay? Is your uh, workouts okay? Before you start blasting them. One of the things that I would ask them is, have, have you looked into this? And have you consulted with somebody who's an expert about this? And and what do they th- what do they what do they say? And then what depending on their response back to you, I would ask them: Do, do you feel better on this? Do you feel better taking this? Is this is this impacting your life positively? And then if they say yes, and they said, yeah, I've done the research and I've talked to somebody, and they think that this is a good option for me, who the fuck am I to tell this person to not do this unless they first get their sleep or their nutrition or their workouts in order? Like I I think that. <clears throat> My position on this has probably changed over the years. I was probably a little bit more like, oh, don't take anything. Don't do not do anything. Just make sure you're eating completely clean and sleeping eight hours and doing you know an hour worth of workouts five times a week before you introduce anything else. Let this person go and do what they want to do. If, if, if it's making them feel better, if it's giving them a bit of, of positivity or feeling positive or, or enhancing their life in some way, why would I tell them not to be doing this unless it was detrimental to them or they're taking something that was dangerous or, or overdoing it? Then obviously stepping in and saying, hey, maybe we should consider the dosage here. Or maybe we should look at the supplement a little bit more deeply. Um, my 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 biggest concern really quick is for how long? So I mean, like th- th- that's, that's, that's my biggest thing and why it's like, Okay, somebody's taking a supplement. So, like, what? Now you're going to take those those horse pills for the rest of your life? But why does that matter to you? What? I'm just asking. I'm I'm just I'm just asking. Like the like. No, I I think the, I think the, one of the things the, is the, like just trying to engage to get that person to just maybe to support that person in a way where they can you know live more thoughtfully, right? Like, it's I do think we get caught up in this shit of like sometimes I'll just talk to people like, hey, do you want to keep paying for these these wellness? whatever that company was, wellness, health pills. And they're like, no, not really. I'm cool. Maybe go off a little bit. Try not taking it. See how you feel. Mm. If I've learned anything from being a freshman in college, experimentation is key. Especially with unknown pills that are given to you. Nope. Nope. Definitely don't do that. Nope. That's, that is not what we are condoning here. Definitely not. At all, and you know what? the 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 best person to ask will be little little Gord Hobart. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You uh, love? I think it's a, I think it's a, I, a, I love that name. <laughs> I just little Gord <laughs> just looks like a Gord. Uh, this is this has been a great episode. Um, I think the the thing that we should really close with is. We're not done yet. We got 11 minutes. So real quick, I'm going to rattle mine off. Supplements I think that I take. Zinc, vitamin C. Actually, I don't take zinc. I take a shitload of vitamin C. Um, I'm addicted to these stupid little Vive organic things. Oh, those cost Um, about $9 from Whole Foods. Yep. That's what I was – Cassandra and I were there the other day, and I said, we need to stop drinking these because they're basically going to bankrupt us. Um, Caffeine, you know, is a supplement that I I would say that I take. What other supplements do I take? you take I haven't taken I no I you know now I'm one of those guys where it's like I've taken triple the dose half the dose two times the dose one month I've never seen a change that I've noticed from creatine and I've had friends who take it and they're fucking swear by it 
Mm. And um, I MDB still take fish you? oil pretty regularly. I've gone on and off of it uh, over the years. Um, I had been back on creatine for about three months uh, more recently, but then I, I kind of fell off a little bit, stopped taking it for a few workouts. And then that's usually how it works for me is I stop taking something once or twice. And then I just forget about it. Right. Well, this is so supplements that I take regularly, caffeine. And um, sometimes I like to mix protein powder with um, the mush overnight oats. Mm. And so that's that's the only supplement that I like to do is a little bit of protein powder, my overnight oats. But again, my biggest thing is, like I said, I like to spend money frivolously. And if I know I'm going to be spending money on supplements, that's less money that I can spend at REI. And the good thing is if you spend money at REI at the end of the year, if you're signed up for the co-op, you get a bunch of that money back. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm being serious. And then you can go ahead and spend that on, on other things. So my biggest thing with taking supplements is they're normally expensive and I don't want to keep expensive. spending money on that because I want to spend money on other stuff. Like, um, for instance, like Gooder sunglasses, which could be another really great sponsorship for us, because these are <laughs> oh. pol- these these are these are polarized, um, affordable sunglasses that are really good for working out outside. And if you're walking with your dog, if you're riding with a dog, if you're sunning your butthole outside, having a good pair of sunglasses is essential. Right there, that could have been an ad. That was Use the best the code. cut of an ad we've ever had. Right. Use never the code had Max Twenty for twenty percent off your first order. So again. That's a these good code. Max. Yeah. So these are the types of things that we could be bringing to your company. So if you're listening right now and shoot, maybe you just even work for a, a small insurance company. Maybe you're a CPA, but you are looking for a plug. We can help you out here. Our prices are affordable because we're trying to buy more supplements. Because we're making so, Because we're making a bump on the fly. So we will take literally anything we can get. Um. Wow. Well, can't come back from that. Yeah, this has been. Uh, where are we going from there? That's it. That's I think it. it's been a. I think it's think been that's a great where we episode. wrap it up. Um. All yeah. Right. I. Well, you know what? Really quick. Have a nice day, guys. Gonna, no, hold on. Just going to give a plug for people to watch uh, first and second season of Yellow Jackets. Um, oh, the right second now. season of Yellow Jackets is out. Second Yellow season, Jackets. Wow. Uh, it's a show about bees. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, yellow All jackets, female is, cast. That's why you're yep. watching it. Okay. No, nope. I watch it with my wife. So we watch it together. We really like it. So it is, it's essentially like Lord of the flies. Uh, a girl's soccer team gets stranded in, in the woods, planes go down about what happened to them, but then also flashes forward to their adult life, things that are going on there. Very good. Um, little graphic, some scary parts. I've I covered my eyes a couple times. Um, but it first season, yeah. And the second and MDV, let me tell you, the second season, really, really good. Very so good. that's what we've been watching. Um, also, last shout out is to Caitlin Clark from University of Iowa. Had an amazing NCAA tournament for the women. Terrible refing on that Iowa versus LSU game. And a big shout out to the Huskies. Go UConn. Well. Let's also congratulate LSU on on winning the national women's national championship. That was yeah, whatever. Oh, why? Because I don't. I they, the, I was the official in that game was a little bit suspect, but I definitely tuned in and watched that game. Um, and I think that that shows 
what a like um, a powerhouse uh, athlete that Caitlin Clark is. Like everybody in the nation, kind of tuning in to to watch her uh, play. Uh, Angel Angel Reese is the player from LSU, and she's she's a pretty spectacular spectacular player as well. Hmm. And I I think they said that the viewing was up seventy five or eighty percent from from last year. So that's that's absolutely amazing. I I really enjoyed watching the women's and the men's NCAA tournament. But now we're getting ready for the next sporting event. I don't know semifinals. That's going to be the big thing. Can I ask you a question about women's basketball really quickly? Because this I'm is so bad shoot. at sports. So they use they, they use a smaller ball in women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, why why wouldn't they? And this is just a question. This is, uh, I, I hope I'm not offending anybody. I'm just asking the question. If somebody well, has got to this point in this podcast and we haven't offended them, Godspeed. Come on. Why wouldn't you lower the hoop like a half a foot or whatever it is to get it to the point where the same percentage of athletes in the league sport can dunk? Because the the athletes on the women's side of the equation are fucking phenomenal. I mean, these girls can ball, they can play, they can shoot, they can dribble, they got handle, they can everything. But the hoop is higher, obviously. And the, the game is, you could arguably say a little bit less exciting because it takes out some of the, the really big time plays. Obviously it was a humongous discussion. It would impact the game at many, many levels. It would change the shooting arcs and all this kind of stuff. But it just as cute. The announcers would be able to say slam a lamb a ding dong. They would be able to say that. They would be. I don't think he was out of the hot dog. He's he (laughs) she's heating up. Um. Anyway. Olajuwon. NBA. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now you're just NBA Jam, which was such a good game. I always like to play with the Supersonics because I think Sean Kemp was uh, was the yeah and um, the glove and um, the Supersonics. The the Supersonics jerseys were so freaking good. Very um, good. Yeah, all I wanted growing up was a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket because the do you the think there's steroid were... use in women's college basketball? Probably not. I, I I would believe that there's probably some sort of performance enhancing drugs in every sport. But what type of performance enhancing drug would again? We know nothing about drugs, so I don't know like what they would take. To be like good at basketball, I think like EPO, right? Like something that like, what is EPO? See, James James knows about this stuff. Yeah, James. Druggy, <laughs> I didn't know about this obscure. <laughs> right, right. Remember earlier EPO? when James was like doing weed and taking steroids, <laughs> yeah. and now you're like EPO thirteen point nine. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. A friend of mine was talking about it once. I don't know. I yeah. saw. Yeah, there before. you go. Very well. Yeah, one of my buddies. One of my buddies was doing it. Hobart slanging EPO in the back alleys. I don't think that's actually how it goes. I have no clue. Me neither. Um. Well, to answer your question about has the any random person, thing, nobody has knows. any random person on the street ever come up to you and offered you drugs? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Um. Probably in college. No, yeah. they didn't offer. Like they weren't like, "Hey, here's some drugs." I just remember, like, well, no, in- I was asking for. 
the drug education uh, <laughs> was going on in like middle school or elementary school. It seemed like you were living in a world where everybody was just going to offer you illicit drugs all the time. Yeah, you went. You he went was always a date. guy. Like he was an, always a guy with like a hood up, and it looked like it was like an insect. Like, hey, kid, you want to buy some drugs? <laughs> and every, like, everybody who the hell came up to like they didn't prepare van. you well enough for that. Like no one well, came up to you like, said, "Hey, do you want to buy some drugs?" And you were like, "No, man. sir, drugs are bad." They were like. Hey, do you want to try this these new these new Batman's red tops? You want to try? It? And you're like red tops. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that's like, I don't want you drugs. Went, you went through the Dare program, and that's exactly what you thought. You thought you went through the Dare program. You're like everybody's going to offer me drugs, and by looking at a girl, I'm going to get her pregnant. That that was essentially what you what you learned from the Dare program. Like everybody, everybody in a white van the, was going to kidnap. The video they should show in schools is The Wire. You watch The Wire. You'll be able to make an educated decision about whether or not you want to use, sell, or stay the fuck away from drugs. One of the greatest shows of all time. All right, gentlemen. This was a fun episode. Any last <sighs> last thoughts, James? Nothing. I'm all out. Um, I had a great, great time on this call. I'm going to go – I'm actually going to go outside. I'm going to go spend some time outside. About to go sun my butthole. Um, great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> great All right. time. Great episode. Say no to drugs, kids. We'll see you next week. Hello, friends. MDV here. Thank you for listening to the Intro with MDV podcast. And if you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe for weekly downloads wherever you listen to your podcast. Remember, we have a new episode coming to you every Tuesday. And if you have time and five stars to spare, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. If you're looking for more out of me, MDV, you can find me on Instagram at MDV underscore FIT. Until next time, friends, let's go. Let's go.